the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello everyone, welcome back to Our Secret Spot, the podcast. My name is Lawrence. And I'm Jess. And we are the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney, Australia. We apologise yeah. straight up for the yeah. audio difference this this uh, this <laughs> podcast episode because one of us I'm is... <laughs> currently isolating. Um, I have another three days of jail time thanks to COVID. Um, so I'm stuck in isolation until Saturday, which is our newbie night, which will be good. I'll be out free. Oh, oh good. You can come to newbie night. Oh, that's right, because we've got to do the, the talk anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it worked out perfectly. I missed Friday night, so that's unfortunate, but I will be back Saturday and I'm allowed to join the free world again. Yay. And it's just, <laughs> it's uh, been, been an interesting time for all of us here at the club. So I, I had COVID uh, over Christmas um, and then uh, recovered and then got released from New Year's Eve. Then you got, then you got it. And then so we've been, yeah. we've been missing, like right? we haven't released, seen each like, other for, for, for quite a while. For about a month almost. Yeah, it's it's been weird. Yeah, because you yeah you got it, and then like I think it was like three days until you were about to be let go or allowed out, essentially, according to New South Wales Health. Mm. I got well, I didn't get it. My whole family got it. Mm. I was just the, the lucky last person to get it. Yeah, which technically, I must say, I haven't got any symptoms, so I'm very happy. Yeah, that's good. I had symptoms, and I was feeling quite unwell <laughs> for a few days. <laughs> yeah, that's not um, great. <clears throat> Yeah, so that's made but, it an interesting month for us at the club as well. You know, it's sort of um, put some, put some. Uh, we had to cancel a couple of events just because of the uh, uh, the amount of positive staffing. Ca- yeah, and then making sure that we we could make have our New Year's Eve party. Then staffing problems because you know people who are close contacts or positive, and then we can't staff the club. Oh, yeah. It's been oh, it's been it's been a pain. It's been, it's been a roster change that we weren't expecting. Yeah. But you know, I um, think I think uh, most of the staff now have had it and gotten over it, so we, we, should, be, we should be good for a while. <laughs> yeah, we're very fortunate. We spread all the love around to all of our staff. So um, come to with us, guys. Yeah. We can't spread any more COVID. Oh god, oh, that's been good. Oh, and we've been, you know, uh, how often? Like every every other day, we're talking to New South Wales Health, and they contact us, and they've been lovely though. I feel like they've picked up their game, though, as well, since um, the New Year's. They've been sending out individual messages and emailing businesses. I mean, it probably has taken a full toll on them, and I, I hope somebody had a, a nice holiday part of the New South Wales team because they mm. probably needed it. Mm. Um, but they've been very proactive this Yeah, I think more of it's more, more automated now, which is good, which is like, you know, like it comes up on your, uh, your, your government service New South Wales app that if you've been to a, a venue that has an exposure... It tells oh, yeah, you automatically, neither. which is good. Yeah. Yeah. So they've been True. doing it all for us. So obviously we still do the QR code check-ins, uh, which is mandatory for our business, which has been helpful for people who have been exposed or test positive, and then we can notify everyone straight away, which has been great. Yeah. So go get tested if you're, if you're unsure, and it, help, <laughs> it helps the community. Are you getting paid by New South Wales Health for it? <laughs> <laughs> So your new job? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they, now, they now sponsor this podcast. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. That's just what I wanted to hear. Yeah. Well, on the on the nice bright front, we did actually get to go through a whole heap of events 
um, in December, which we kind of a, either missed because of COVID during October, November, or we just sort of, you know, tried to shove them all into one big month. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, um, the first, uh, our first big party back was uh, Halloween, right? Which we had to obviously delay was. from October because of the... The opening, then the closure, <laughs> then the opening again. Anyway, we got there and you've got some stories to go. So hit them. We, we hit did him, indeed. Jess. So it was Halloween take two. Um, I mean, technically it would have been take three because we missed two Halloween events. However, um, just to make up for it, everyone was extra debaucherous um, this Halloween because I think everyone had just, They'd already pre-purchased all their outfits. So, I mean, I was in the same boat. I pre-purchased my Halloween outfit. I knew exactly what I wanted to wear. And I was like, the first once it turned up and it, you know, I couldn't wear my outfit. I was like, no, no, we're going to make sure this event happens. I have to have this happen. So, because it was Halloween take two and everyone already had their prepped outfits. I think there was a little bit of a crossover of outfits, mm. um, which I was very excited to see because people's interpretations of different outfits is always... It's very impressive because, I mean, for Halloween, you know, you've got your your slutty nurse, your slutty doctor, your sexy this, your sexy that. Like, there's a lot of crossover in the same outfits. However, I did see, and I swear it was like seeing double, two Aladdins and two Jasmines. (laughs) And they were wearing the exact same outfit and they both had dark hair, both women. So they both had their dark hair, like, pulled to the side. Right. So it was like literally seeing doubles. And I, I just thought because they were in the um, the voyeur room, the two-way mirror room, that I was just seeing their reflection. No, no, there was two Jasmines and two Aladdins getting it on together with each other. As I was should. like, interesting. <laughs> well, I, I was thinking about this. I was like, well, would I want to fuck me? And then I was like, oh, probably. <laughs> so that, that, that makes sense. And it was, it was pretty amazing because it was like the two girls, because they weren't actually using the swing inside that room. I think they were just trying to find space to interact with each other because the guys were sort of like leaning up against the wall, just having kind of a chat and holding their drinks when I first walked past. And then the two girls were like making out and just touching each other. So it was kind of like a mirror reflection of them just both you know, caressing and making out with each other. And then as I'm coming back, because I actually am one of the staff members who do the cup text quite quickly, they were still in the same position. And then maybe about 10, 15 minutes later, I was like, I'll do another cup tech. I'll do a quick walk around. Um, as I came back up, half of the Aladdin bit of the, like the top, that band section for the guys were getting used as restraints on both the girls you know that little like belt band so they were getting creative the witch band does that make sense there's like a belt band so with the aladdin outfit there was like a oh oh oh, they're belt bouncing you're like what on the swing are you talking about are you using the chain to like yeah you could use the chain as restraints i get it yeah yeah the little the the beige belt band around the pants yeah 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 i know what you mean so yes so the boys had got creative in the 15 minutes that I'd gone back downstairs, uh, dropped all the cups off and come back up. Mm. Um, and they decided to tie the two girls together. So both of their hands were like facing each other um, and hands like kind of like rope tied together, um, makeshift rope, I guess. Yep. Um, and then the boys are sort of like caressing and kissing their opposing partners um, off on their back and on their neck. And I was like, this is a great Aladdin. And Jasmine shows. That was, <laughs> it was Prince it was Ali, very fabulous, he indeed. <laughs> oh my god! 
of course you would say that. Jeez. Um, but I thought that was very interesting to see. It was obviously a lot of pent-up energy yep. from people not being able to get out, that they were sort of trying to take things slow, but it was a lot of like, want to do everything. So they were like trying to cross off everything possible under the sun yep. in that sort of category. But that was actually, it was something a little bit more tame than what we're used to, you know, like the four pile on orgy or yep. some girl getting spit roasted. I thought this was quite lovely. I mean, given it was quite <laughs> early on in the night, yep. it was probably about 10 o'clock in the night. So it was really still quite early. However, I thought this was a really nice way to start it off. Just okay. something a little bit soft and sensual and basically same goals. It was awesome. I, I agree. It sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting. Um, I actually don't even know who any of the people were either, which is impressive considering I normally know most of the couples. So, nice. I mean, it was, yeah, it was even better to watch because I couldn't put any, like, names and names to faces and stuff. It was awesome. Like my own little phone sesh. <laughs> I'm sure the executives at Disney would have a problem with this, but it's fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, Disney buys into everything else, so she buys into a sex club too. Yeah, why That'll not? Be fine. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Give them something to talk about. Cool. My story is from Pendulum. So Ooh. that was our first Pendulum back uh, since since the lockdown, obviously. Uh, so if anyone who doesn't know, Pendulum Party is a play party for bisexual people, both men and women. And we em- we emphasize a little bit more on like bisexual males being welcome and accepted because we feel as a community sometimes there's the bisexual guys aren't haven't got a safe space to explore that. Um, so that's why we, yeah. we put on Pendulum, uh, especially for them. And we host that with uh, Bradford and Angela from By The By Podcast, who you would have heard last week. Oh, sorry, not last week, yeah. the, the last episode. Yeah, last episode. Yeah. So my story is from, it, it's sort of a, a two-part two, two story. So the first part happened earlier in the evening, and then there was a continuation on of the, of the, the same sort of thing. Uh, so <laughs> it started this, like I said, the first part has happened early in the evening. I was uh, going down to the dungeon area and I was working that evening. I was going to collect some ice and I noticed there was a couple of couples uh, standing, you know, just sort of by the stairway or a little bit further in, uh, maybe closer towards the massage table and couches of the dungeon space. So if anyone doesn't know, there's a stairway that leads down. There's some... Um, uh, stairway uh, quick, to heaven? Yeah, st- stairway to hell, rather. It's, it's rather red in there. <laughs> oh, look, that could be some people's heaven. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And there's some equipment there, uh, like, you know, restraints, and, and then there's a massage table, then there's a few couches, then there's an A-frame and more cou- and another couch. So there's a, cute, uh, a couple of couples there, and I noticed they were watching another couple further down towards, right down the back where the A-frame and the couch is with a rug. Uh, and I was like, hmm, what's, what's up? And... The, the couple was doing a little bit of a show. Now, I don't know if they were putting on a show, but it was a show. <laughs> the, the guy was standing there and getting himself a, a rather enthusiastic blowjob. Now, she was... Was it like Riley Reid style? Uh, well, yeah, like she, she was putting in the effort. Like it was, it was hard, <laughs> deep throat. She, and she could do it really well. And it was like, wow. Um, like sloppy as well? Um. It didn't seem sloppy. Oh. It seems like she had it. She had a good, good, good tight seal on on what was going. On. <laughs> <laughs> good tight seal. 
clenched. Yeah, and she was um, really inhaling that cock. It was a it was a good sight to watch, and she uh, it was I don't know. I'm I'm just I, I, I sort <laughs> of pa- I, I was paused for a second, just going, damn. I I'm quite envious of that penis right now. <laughs> uh, did you have to did you have to shimmy past? Well, and then this is this is the annoying part of the story is I had to obviously go past and uh, our, <laughs> our our ice machine is behind that area, and it's it, it is a quite a loud activity refilling the ice bucket. I was trying to do it as quietly as possible so as not to ruin the mood because it is quiet down there. The music's quite soft, uh, but then when I'd finished filling up the ice, I I came back out to the to the play area and they was and she was standing up, you know, wiping her mouth and then moving on. I was like. Oh, damn. Maybe I killed it. Anyway, so I went back upstairs. A little time passed. And one of the couples that was watching, who who are quite regular at the club, they're just having a bit of a laugh. They go, we saw you had a... You, you enjoyed that show there, Lawrence, but you, you killed it. <laughs> Your eyes. Oh, did they really say that? Yeah, and I was like, oh, no, I thought that might happen. And then it's like, no, it's fine, but it was really hard to watch. And I was like, yeah, we'll just... We're, we're talking about what, what we all saw and how, how she... Um, was just a, a master of deep throating a dick. Apparently, this couple also that were uh, putting on the show listened to the podcast. So, hello, guys. Uh, thank oh you for the fantastic God. show. I apologize for Lawrence ruining your dick. I, I, I said sorry to the player. Like, I'm sorry. I was had to. I had to get the ice. Though. <laughs> there was no other way. There was. There's. There's no other way to do it. <laughs> um, and so this leads me into the second part of the story. I know that they listened to the podcast because I said to them it was a good show because a little later on in the evening, I went down again um, to, to the dungeon area and they were, again, having uh, putting on another show. This time they were on the, the spanking bench, but they were actually fucking on it. So she was lying with her back down on the bench and this, they, they knew the moves. Like, is he, like they're posturing and all that was opening up so everyone could see everything giving her a nice, a good, hard fucking on the, on the bench. And the same couple who were watching before and said that I ruined it with the ice, they just looked at me, ah, no ice bucket this time. We sort of had a bit of a giggle to ourselves. And, <laughs> and then they, they eventually stopped fucking and then she got back down on her knees and started giving him another deep, enthusiastic blowjob, uh, which I didn't ruin this time. <laughs> so I stood there for a few minutes and started enjoying the show. And that's when I said to them, that was a good show. And then we, we all had a bit of a laugh about the first interaction <laughs> that I ruined. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad that now they're probably very happy um, to hear the, that the story was remembered all the way back from December. Yeah. <laughs> What was it like? The first yeah. weekend of December or the second weekend? I yeah, can't. I was going to say. I think it was the first weekend for us back. Yeah, right. Um, so that's um, it's impressive. And um, again, I'm sorry that Lawrence ruined the initial moment, but um, it's obviously being stained in his brain, and he will always remember that deep throat skill. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they were hot. Now he's a little bit envious. Yeah, they were hot. Like she, she was this sort of. Uh, she was blonde. I think she had a, like a little black dress on. <laughs> it was this sort of muscly, tattered guy. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, La- Lawrence is salivating at the mouth right now. He's like <laughs> yeah, salivating. I am. Just shush you. <laughs> By the way that you're talking, I'm like, his words are coming out a little bit blurry. Oh, look, it's, it's always good when a, a couple come and um, outdo everyone else in the club. It's quite amazing to watch. Yeah. So and the other impressive. thing that was wow. like making it like 
really hot the second time around was like I'm not I've not been really into it before, but I don't know, there was something about the way these these two were doing it. Like so while she was giving him the blowjob and she was sort of really going for it, he, he just like pulled her face off his off his dick and then just like made her look up and just spat into her mouth and just shoved his cock back in there. It was I was like, damn, that looked <laughs> That looked good. <laughs> You're like, that looks tasty. Yeah, I, I had to leave because I was like, I was getting a TP and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> God, my TP went down there. was like, where's the ice? And you're like, there's ice? <laughs> we have ice? What ice are you talking about? I know, because it, hey, you know, it can get crowded in the club and you accidentally poke people in the back. I'm sorry. That... <laughs> I Okay, you might be able to poke people in the back. It would be very strange if I could poke people uh, in the back. Yeah, we have some follow-up <laughs> questions then, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely all still go down there. No. <laughs> um, well, on that story, though, my actually kind of ties in. I don't, I don't know how this always works because, guys, like, we never talk about our stories beforehand. Like, we always come on to do the podcast and we talk about them in person, like, once we turn up. Because mine actually is about a tattooed tattoo guy. Oh. Um, but I called him the horny devil, which is why I'm like, everything seems to just tie it really nicely. Um, again, this is one from the Halloween because it was just, there was so many people at the Halloween take too. And I think people have just been so pent up. Mm. Um, obviously having it cancelled. And this couple was going to come the Friday and the Saturday night for the Halloween originally. Right. They were doing the Halloween weekend. Yep. Um, so I think they had a weekend's worth of pent-up energy that they wanted to use all piled into one. Right. So, And also he had horny devil ears. So, you know, that's why we call him the horny devil. Yep. However, it's probably the first time I've ever, I guess, kind of gone downstairs and stepped back and taken a moment to look in the BDSM room like and watch sexual arousal happening. I think because I, I guess when I go down there, that's more like a chill space um, in my mind or it's like it's performance-based stuff. But it was like orgy fest. Like it was, I walked in and I was scared to touch anything because I might have like slipped my hand past a penis or, you know, accidentally rubbed a vagina clit. Like it was just one of those like I don't really want to grab the cup because I have to put my hands into sticky situations and I don't know if it's my hand that they wanted in that area. Um, but in the midst of it all, it was one of those scenes where I feel like if I'd gone to hell, this is what it would look like. Like there's an orgy fest of people. There was the two brown couches up against the wall. There were like three couples. There was a girl struck down on their like um, spanking bench. And there was a girl and a guy uh, like around her. Then there was a guy um, on the A, uh, a guy on the A frame, and he was getting whipped by these two chicks. And then there was this like the guy with the devil horns with his missus just giving him a blowjob, sitting on the white couch at the back, just chilling, like just casually sitting there observing the big mess of orgy in front of him. And I was like, this is such a Lucifer moment. Like it was just like a, the sex devil is just sitting in the back, getting his blowjob, watching everyone be debauched. I was like, that is amazing. I mean, given it was like, everyone was all Halloween style. So it wasn't really like, there was, you know, a, a few random characters. There was like, um, there was like this little teddy bear looking like cat creature girl over the, in the corner. Yep. Um, and then there was some like space martial looking thing. Like it was just one of those, 
everything kind of worked, but it was all sort of like, am I in a dream or did did I just wake up and come into the craziest fucking world I've ever decided? Uh, yeah. Um, but it was a great moment because I was like, I was super envious of him at that moment. I was like, I want to be that person sitting there and be like, look at my world. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> the only thing that would have made it better is like he had a giant red velvet throne just, <laughs> just lording yes. it over everyone. We should have done that. We should next time we'll change our couch to red and we'll get the devil man back in. Yeah. But you know those really high, like just single seat couch that it's and it sits really high and then you've got these huge armrests. Maybe with like gargoyle yeah. heads on the end that you can sort of strike. <laughs> we should get something like that. <laughs> Jesus, just for the time where we have like devils and angels around and be like whatever devil wants to sit. Nah, we should make a little podium in the dungeon area and then just put that it's a permanent feature. It's the, feature. Yeah, it's the throne. You do what you like on the throne. <laughs> uh, looks like we're adding more things to OSS. Yeah. We can't help uh, ourselves. <laughs> no. So we get too excited by everything. Yeah. Probably there's always something new at OSS. Yeah, the new DJ decks with that new neon sign there at, by the oh, DJ they booth. Look, they look so amazing. Oh, yes, you, so you still haven't seen it properly yet. No, because I was watching them and then our our DJ for the night, Brad was sending me videos and he was like, babe, it's so amazing. And I was like, oh, I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm upset because I was like, zero symptoms, absolutely just locked up for New Year's Eve. And I'm just sitting here, um, basically staring at the TV and I was like, this is fucking. Oh. I was like, oh, well, it's fine. I'll make up for it in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> 2022 or oh, 2022, 2023, like New Year's thing. Oh, right, right, right. The, right. the next New Year's, the yeah. one where they clock over to 2023. Yeah, gotcha, I gotcha. <laughs> Sorry, I've already skipped my year, obviously. Yeah, you've written, you've written off 2022, just that's gone. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other parties did we have this year uh, in we had, December? We had new uh, Newbies Night, which was, man, that was, <sighs> a, that was a that was a really good party, uh, the, la- the, yeah. the, the last Newbies Night. Uh, there was so many people, and the wait list was insane. It was probably like the, the wait list was, was you could have filled another party with the wait list that we got through. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I remember that. that was we right had Team Lawrence and Team Jeff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> team, uh, yeah, and so we introduced team. introduced uh, a new thing for Newbies Night. So Jess and I have started doing a, uh, a introduction class. So we everyone comes a little bit, well, people who want to can come uh, up to about half an hour early. And we give a little bit of a, a talk about things to expect uh, f- as newbies for the club. So it's more of a, a, a swinging 101 specifically for OSS and a swingers club. Uh, so people who may have, you know, met couples before, but they've never been to a club and then they're not sure about the environment or you're completely new to everything. So we've been doing, we, we did that and I think it worked well. Some oh, I loved it. Team Jess were the best. Team Jess, we, they, they, yeah, I think my my group were like a little bit jealous because like, they could hear you going, "Come on, Team Jess!" And like, oh, we're not a team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm also the loud, tidy little one that just makes everyone do things. So I was yeah. like, Team Jess, this is what we're doing. <laughs> and then uh, fine. Yeah, so that was when we split everyone up to give tours. But then, yeah, the the event itself was really cool. A uh, great group of people. Mm-hmm. It was a little bit slower in the end because that was right when the start of the new sort of uh, surge of cases, uh, COVID cases really took off. And so people were obviously a little bit concerned and, and frightened off. And this is when, yeah, the start of our 
like it's gotten a bit weird for us at the club because you know pe- so many people were coming and then some people just don't turn up and you know it's hard it's it's a little bit tricky to manage but that being said like i said the party was really good and lots of fun so much fun so fun in fact this is like this is my story from that night but it's also just one of Ooh. my standout stories like ever like one of my one of the best stories really ever. Yeah. interesting uh, do tell because it's never happened before. Um, and we finally have the sort of the bar to do it. Like, you remember OSS Darlow? Like, that was a small little bar, bar window. But now we've got this huge, you know, three-meter-long bar and you can – there's a lot of service area. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the night was going on. I think like I'm already picturing what's happening. But, yeah, continue because I, I didn't see this. I want to know. Yeah. The night's going on. People are having a great time. People getting – the drinks are flowing. Lots of conversations happening. Anyway, there's this, um, oh, one sec, the plumber's just uh, coming down. Just give me a minute. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the drinks were flowing and people were having fun. Lots of conversation was flowing. And then Jake turns to me and just goes, is it all right if we have someone on the bar for body shots? Hell yeah is my answer. Go for it. And uh, this super cute chick in a little red dress climbs up onto the bar. We clear everything off so she can lie down. We put a few towels down as well, so obviously she's just—it's uh, she's not just lying directly on the bar, uh, and she has a bottle of vodka, and she's like, "Just use my vodka, and anyone can come up and get a, a shot off uh, off my body, off um, her belly button." <laughs> uh, so I, I'd line up the first one, and it was quickly deemed that I sucked at pouring, uh, and then I th- who took over? <laughs> I think Rita. Yeah, I could actually see that happening. To be honest, <laughs> I got you, distracted. You were uh. That's exactly what I was going to say. I was like, you would have been looking at everything but her belly button. <laughs> uh, so I think, yeah, Rita took over. And then, yeah, she just had like a line of people just lining up, taking shots of her. It was just, it was super fun. It was super cool. It was a great way to like kick off the party in a little bit more of a sexy fashion. And yeah, uh, she, I don't know, probably like 10 or so people took a body shot off her and then she jumped off the bar and then. That area cleared pretty quickly, and we can only assume what happened after that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody was like, you need to come with me, and she's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was super awesome to see, like, as we could we could finally do something like that, like, where people could just, you know, be wild on the bar, have some fun. Um, it's a great mm-hmm. way to, like, you know, just be, be social and get to know a lot of people really quickly. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... I kind of feel bad that I missed out on the um, the fun little newbie night spa debauchery. Yeah, the newbie nights have been but, wild lately. Yeah, they have. And they've been incre- like we've even been increasing numbers, but they've been increasing in just like crazy amounts of people now. Yeah, like it's just overflowing. <laughs> yeah, which definitely not a problem. <laughs> just, not a problem. I, not a problem. Where where we always welcome. <laughs> We're always happy and welcoming newbies. Uh, so if you want to come along to a newbie night, check it out. Uh, and obviously, all the other parties, which are just as good as well, but maybe a bit more themed than newbie nights. Yes, this is correct. Um, but on that note, um, we did have a few questions to be answered today. Yeah, so we're going to move um, just, on to question time. Yes, just because I'm very um, cautious of time and I don't want to drag on um, and make the poor people listen to us too much um, about oh, us. That's what they come here for. They come here to listen to us bang on about uh, I silly, know, sexy I just stories. I feel so bad. 
silly, sexy stories. Well, um, on those silly, sexy stories, we did ask our followers on Instagram um, if there are any particular questions that they had and Lawrence and myself have just picked out a few. Yeah, because we got a lot um, of responses. So thanks everyone to sending in those questions. Some of them uh, we've, we've answered before or we've dedicated an entire episode to. So I'll respond to you or I would have already responded to you um, uh, where to listen to those episodes. But we're going to read out a few now. So hopefully yeah. yours is one of them. Which one did you want to start with, Jess? Um, so this is from Quiver underscore Kinks. Um, what's the best way to tell another couple you are not interested in one of the partners? So this this one, I, I can answer this. For me, I've got two kind of ways to, to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, you and I used to favor this one uh, a lot, which was um, just saying something like, if you, if you don't want to like, uh, you want to avoid probably making someone feeling bad uh, directly. And so as a couple, you can say, sorry, you could either say one of us is n- not interested in one of you or or you. Um, and then the other way is just saying, sorry, we're not interested. Collect, And that's it. We're just collectively and just not interested. Um, yeah. I kind of get I think- this person is trying to ask, how would you tell one person in the couple we're not interested, but we're interested in the other. But I mean, like, I think it's always best to obviously, if you want to obviously make that establishment, I would always be very honest and truthful and say, look, we're very interested in playing. And I generally, maybe because we've done it for a bit longer, I'm more likely to say it to both of them. Yeah. Um, however, if you've, I, I feel the best way to do it is if you have a connection with, one of the parties more, I would just get one of you to talk to the other one, not have both of you approach just that person um, and have that um, one-on-one conversation because they can always take that back to their their other partner. Um, They might even already have an answer if they're being open or if they're in a different style type relationship Um, because as like once you put it out there into the world, it's the worst that they can say is no. That's right. So, I think, yeah, you were quite good at that. And, that, yeah, it's, and surprisingly, people have been okay, like, going, yeah, well, one of, like, whoever the, either the, the man or the woman just is like, well, I'm happy to sit out or I've got my eye on someone else anyway, so I'm going to go over there with them. Because you don't know their style. They might, obviously, there, there's a few people who they won't play separately, so that's, that, and then that's ruled out and, oh, well, too bad, so sad. Or, or they might be, they might be comfortable with um, separate play or perhaps maybe they, the partner who, is not going to be involved, is okay just watching. Yeah, exactly. Because, so, um, I mean, there was definitely times where, like, at the beginning, so as an example, the beginning of, like, when Lawrence and I were together, it, we would definitely very much always play together. But towards the end of our relationship as well, like, we were definitely so much more comfortable with, you know, somebody would come up and they'd just want to play with Lawrence. And I'd be like, yeah, perfect. I've actually been eyeing off that chick over there. I will go play with her. <laughs> and it, it's like, and it's always one of those things. It's like you just, the more your relationship grows, the more established that you are able to talk about these things um, and see the benefits and, you know, these opportunities. They're not missed. There are opportunities for you to, um, branch out and see other couples or see other people solo or even just enjoy the fact that, you know, you get to sit down and have a five-minute rest because uh, you're in back-to-back orgies and 
for some reason, you don't have a stamina of a 14-year-old boy in a sex club that seems that all the guys seem to have. So it's like, it's so awesome to be like, oh, yes, five-minute break. You guys have fun. Awesome. Um, What's the next one? What's the next question? Um, so the next one is from, it says, shy couple want to experience the environment without participating. Is that frowned upon? The short answer is no. Did you have a longer version, Lawrence? <laughs> uh, the long answer is you are welcome to do whatever you like in the club, obviously, with people's consent. So if you are only interested in watching uh, and that's what that's what excites you and gets you off, that is completely fine. There's never any pressure to do anything with anyone at any time. So Correct. people think that like you're going to have to have sex just because you come here with other people, which is, is so far from the truth. It's, it's really up to you. If that's what you're comfortable with, then just do that. We always encourage people, like, even if you're watching, just let them know that you, like, the people that you are watching say, is it okay if we just watch in certain situations? Like, if that's in the private room or whatever. Other ways, uh, the, other, the, other, the other way to just watch people is in the audio room, which is quite a large space. And you can be on one side of the room and they can be on the other, which is quite a few metres away. Uh, and you're definitely not encroaching on their, their you know, their, their personal space or boundaries. Uh, and it's completely acceptable just to be watching. Um, and you might be just playing with each other while you're doing it. And that's totally fine and super common. Like, how often, Jess, we, we go into that orgy room, and there's heaps of people on the beds playing, but there's there's almost an equal amount of people that are just standing there and watching. And they might be, yeah, like, I, they might be touching each other's partners, like, like massive, yeah. uh, giving each other um, a hand job or, you know, just mutual masturbation, really, or give, giving a blowjob or whatever. So it's it's totally normal. and Cause it's, okay. it's always like I always find as well, it's a really good area, like when you're watching up against in the orgy room, like it's enough area that you can have your own play session and still watch as well. Yeah. Like there's so much room up there. Like it's crazy how big that place is up there. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that answers your question. You can be a shy couple, come to the club and not have to really sexually interact with anyone. We always encourage you to be social in terms of like talking to people, you know, just just for your own your own benefit and having fun. And because uh, if you just sort of sit there in, in the corner with your arms folded, scowling at people, it's that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably uh, not bad. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? <laughs> Um, so I've got two more. So this is our second last one. We are looking for a girl for play. Any suggestions on things to look for or ways to invite them in? Lawrence, you actually have a pretty good answer for this and then I'll add on more from what you say. Yeah. So this is quite common, this sort of this question and I guess this sort of fantasy of or scenario uh, where a couple wants just a woman to join them uh, for, for play. So you, you can extrapolate from that the, common, the commonality of the, the fantasy is directly correlates to the supply and demand, right? There's heaps of couples that want this, but there's only so many single women out there that are interested in the lifestyle, coming to the club. And then of those women that might be here at the club at any one time, uh, say, that, say there's 60 couples here and we've got like five single women. and. Mm-hmm you can just sort of do the math on that, right? There's just, there's not enough single women for every single couple that might want that kind of fantasy. And at the same time, these people, they're their own people and they have their own uh, ideas of what they're looking for and what they what they want. 
So just because they're here, that's not that's not like they're your like a commodity just to be traded around. Oh, they're there for the couples. It's just like they're their own individual people. They can do what they want. And so you got to think of all the interest they might be receiving from everyone. They've got to be interested then back in you and not just one person, both of you and the couple, right? Like we we're just talking about yeah, the correct. question before. Sometimes it can be tricky with four people all liking each other. Now, it can be just as tricky with three people liking each other. Like you have to like her, your partner has to like her, and she has to like you and your partner equally or want to play with you, uh, whatever that may be. So what I always say to people who have this sort of fantasy uh, is you need to come to the club or go to parties or whatever often, and you need to have a sort of a social network that expands as you get to know people and have more friends. So the more people you know and the more people you get introduced to, there's that social proofing as well. It's just like you're not just sort of, you, you know, you get to know people and they sort of they recommend you to other people like, oh, we know this couple, they're really cool, let's invite them to this party or let's invite them to this play situation, whatever. Uh, so the more you come, the more people you know, and the more success you're going to have with meeting single women or whatever situation you're kind of looking for because it becomes easier the more people you know. You just sort of put it out there. This is what we're looking for. And you go, oh, I know someone who might be able to, who might be interested, blah, blah, blah. And, that, you know, it's just kind of like, it's that whole, that age-old adage of it's not what you know, it's who you know. Uh, so yeah. that's that's my biggest recommendation for people. I know obviously it's self-serving for the club to like come here as often as you can. Uh, but but it's really true. It's you know you you can obviously be lucky. And you can come on a night and you you meet uh, a great a great single woman that that sort of ticks your boxes and that's great. Um, but it's not it's not a guarantee and you you shouldn't take that as as a given just because there are single women here that it's going to work out for you like that. Yeah, uh, in 100%. terms of in terms of answering the question of like um, inviting them in, uh, it's simple. It's just you have to ask them. Uh, would you be interested in playing with us? Would you like to go upstairs? Would you like to join us? Um, things things of that nature i also do find though with single females i find they're much more confident in approaching couples as well Mm. um i do find like unfortunately with the single guys it's a little bit harder because obviously they're being so cautious to not be seedy or creepy or come overbearing so i think um it's it's difficult because it's like you want everyone to have the best night possible. And obviously you want to be in control of being able to create that night for yourself. However, it's like you said, Lawrence, you don't want to be that person who is being pushy or having to like, you know, get your way because it's, as you said, three people now have to all equally like each other. Mm. Like it all has to come across um, consensual. So it's sort of, fluid and relaxed is the best way to do it, but also building that network, like you said. So, yeah, best of, like, what can you say, it's just best of luck with that. <clears throat> you need to just put yourselves out there, expose yourself to as many social situations as you can, and then usually good things happen from that. Yeah, and also building up your network group as well. The more people you know, the more people that can be recommended to you or you can recommend to them. Yeah. Which is always handy. Cool. And the last one, lucky last. <laughs> and our lucky, lucky last question. So a single female friend of mine is looking to get into the lifestyle. However, she has an incurable STI and is super concerned about how to deal with it, the reception and the fallout. Tricky question. What do you think, Lawrence? 
Yeah, super, super difficult um, and tr- tricky situation that you could find yourself in here. Now, obviously, like, so people, I mean, I'm, an incurable STI that comes to mind for me is herpes. So yeah. maybe genital herpes and obviously there's, and there's heaps of different herpes variations as well, which makes it even more complicated. And I think, I, and I could be wrong, and obviously Jess and I are not medical professionals at all. So take what we <laughs> say with a grain of salt um, and uh, talk to your healthcare professional if for actual advice and these and stats on these sort of things. But it's something like one in three people have herpes and most people are asymptomatic or they have some strain of herpes, right? Um, it's, it's a huge number. And yeah, so a lot of people do have it. <clears throat> in terms of, uh, so f- from, from the sounds of this question, this, this person has an STI that, that obviously they're aware of um, and they may also display symptoms. So uh, uh, as far as I know, it's like herpes, you can be symptomatic and, not, and then non-symptomatic and it, and it can be cyclical, right? So you can go through, a, a, yeah. you know, sometimes you have an actual wart and then other times you don't um, or it's like a cold sore, right? Sometimes you have the cold sore and, so, and most of the time you don't um, and you're most likely to uh, transmit the infection when you're displaying the symptoms, when you have like a lesion on the skin or whatever it is. So if we're, if we're ta- using that ex- as an example, you know, this person is obviously, they want to come to the club. Now, people, it's really hard because like, what do you say to someone who has, has this... Um, has uh, an incurable STI. No, you can never come to the club. Does, <clears throat> does that mean they should never have sex with anyone? They should just be, uh, you know, celibate for the rest of their life. It's like it's it's not realistic in in um, what actually happens in the real world. So how do we deal with it? Yeah. Well, I guess you've got to. It it, it it can be a really shit conversation, but you just got to got to tell your potential play partners and let them know, so let they get to decide their own level of risk. Um, you can obviously yeah. give them all the information. You you as the um, the carrier of the of the STI will probably know far more about it than the person who doesn't have is isn't a carrier. So you can explain to them this is the the, the science behind it. This is the likelihood of an infection when I'm not um, displaying symptoms, and you know obviously I'm I'm not here at the club tonight. When I am displaying symptoms, I'm. Um, and then things like uh, uh, like condoms and dams and, you know, using barriers uh, uh, between skin-on-skin skin contact. Yeah. And, and you know, you, yeah, might, you, might, you might turn some people away, but, you know, the, it's, like I said, if you can sort of be rational and reasonable in the discussion probably beforehand, that's probably the best way. Because uh, you don't, mm. you know, obviously this person is concerned and they're obviously concerned, uh, you can tell from the question, that they're concerned about how to convey uh, convey this information to people and the potential fallout. So they're obviously thinking about it on a level that they're, they're, they're worried about how they'll be perceived but also not wanting to um, be, you know, a, sp- uh, a person that spreads, spreads a virus willingly and, I guess, amorally. Yeah, because I think people also win any sort of STI are very proactive in making sure that they keep the spread minimal um, because, it's, you know, the last thing they want is to infect somebody else. But, I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess like you said, Lawrence, it's trying to manage it as best as possible and also using the resources that they've been given to then allow them to live their life as much as possible. Yeah. My, so I guess boiling it down, our advice is 
getting into the lifestyle is is possible. Uh, you just maybe you just have to rehearse what you say, the informa- and the information you're going to give to people, so they can at least make an informed decision before they have a, a sexual encounter with you. That's that's I guess my best advice is giving yeah trying to educate the person that you're with give them the tools and information that they need and then they can make a decision and it's, and it's up to them after that uh you, you know if you receive some negative backlash from that like why are you here then blah, blah 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 you know you can fall back on the like well this is the actual the science and the, and the data behind you know my particular condition i, I can't really see people getting that upset about it like they might say no i'm not interested and that's fine like you 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 should be able to accept that that because that's their choice and it's their health and it's their body you, you what you wouldn't expect or accept is you know someone being overtly hostile to you because of that yeah and also on that note as well i feel like if there is anyone who is listening to this who does have better or more information than we do on how if they're a they're suffering from it or they know somebody who does and how they interact we'd always like to hear from them so we can actually explain to other people how because we've never had this situation arise between Lawrence and myself either Mm. so we've never never had to give you that first-hand experience because we we've not I'm not that I think we'd freak out or anything it's just we've never had to physically give that um have that conversation so for us this is equally as new for you guys yeah but I mean, we welcome you to OSF. <laughs> <laughs> just, yes, as as, just as long as you are open and transparent, and you you know you you have the you have the information and the knowledge of what you what the likelihood of the, the risk is and um, how to protect yourselves and others. Uh, that's that's, yeah. that's the most. It's all about accepting your own risk versus reward. That's that's what it boils down to when coming to the club. Yeah. Okay, that's. Awesome. I hope I hope we did that justice. That's a really hard one, like and it's yeah, it's yeah. it's hard to answer that from a business perspective and a personal perspective. So, listener who sent in the question, and then your friend, we hope that that gives you a bit of um, guidance, and probably um, you've probably heard this all before. So, maybe we did something good, maybe we didn't. Who knows? But uh, now, at least you know our position. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. <laughs> wow, that, that felt like it was so like long and sad at the end, but no, it was meant to be really positive. <laughs> <laughs> educational. I'm going to call it educational. That was educational for us all right at the end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's but, move on to the la- very last bit of our, our show today, Jess, which is. Oh my God. The, the fun bit where I get to randomly pick out somebody's amazing review of us five-star rating and review of us from iTunes, which gives that person or persons a free entry to the club on a visit of their choice. Indeed. And so the person I have, or I guess it's people I have chosen today, is gave us the courage, the title, by Kat and Kai. Um, This was on the 13th of December. The review says, the Our Secret Spot podcast helped give my wife and I courage to finally try um, go to a singers club, OSS. The knowledge we gained from listening to Jess and Lawrence helped make the night a huge success. We are now thoroughly hooked in both swinging and listening to Jess and Lawrence's often hilarious and always informative banter. 
Yay. That oh, sorry. Was, <laughs> was, that, <laughs> I didn't, was that the end? Yeah, that was the end. So my phone just went, doo, 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 right at the end of that. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know if that's, he thought I just signed off. But no, that was the end of our, um, the oh, end of the amazing five-star review that we got. And I thought that was awesome because our informative banter is the word that we should have just used for our questions. Yes, our informative banter. Yeah, we, if, we, if we'd read this before him, we would have known how we were going to respond in the in the in the questions. <laughs> With informative oh, <exactly>. banter. <laughs> I know. Oh, thank you. So, what was their name again? Um, so Cat with a K and Kai. So Cat and Kai. Thanks, Cat and Kai, for your five star rating review. That really that that means a lot to us. Um, and yeah, let us know. Email us at info at our secret spot with um, letting us know that that was you. Obviously, we'll check to make sure that that is in that indeed you are the users uh, or the account holders, and then we'll sort out your uh, free entry to the club pending availability. Yeah, <laughs> indeed. So Whoa. if you if you could do us a favor as well, guys, like we're going to continue to run this uh, little uh, prize promotion for a while. Uh, so if you want to re- leave us a five-star rating and review, please do on iTunes. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Uh, and one of the best ways to, tell, uh, to help us out with the podcast is just tell your friends as well. So just word of mouth recommendations really help. Yeah. They, are, they do indeed. Um, and uh, we've had quite a few people come back with some really great feedback um, on what to talk about next and what they'd like to hear more about. So if you guys have anything that you want to slide in and get us to talk about, please let us know because we're always looking for new ideas. Yeah, you can reach us on, uh, obviously, email, as I said before, info at oursecretspot.com.au. You can send us a contact message on our website, www.oursecretspot.com.au or our social medias, which is all at Our Secret Spot on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can give us a call on 0478-131-769 or a text message. Yes, or you can just come bug us on social medias. Or um, in the venue itself, come talk to us. <laughs> Heaps of people tell us how they listen to the podcast now. So it's it's growing and it's really, it's it's great to see uh, when people say, oh, we listen to the podcast, it's so good. I had a couple here actually on, oh my God, we didn't even talk about New Year's Eve. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that next episode. <laughs> talk about it my new eve was stuck with a cup of tea yeah what did you do <laughs> new eve at the club was really good <laughs> yeah. it was a really good party we had uh we did uh best dress prize so we got okay we got, no, no 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 we're gonna save this the next time uh, they need to wait and listen till next time <laughs> okay 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 all right okay because i, I want to hear about it too and i'd rather see in person what it was like so yeah. tell okay. me when we see each other next <laughs> okay no worries we'll talk about when we see each other next so stay tuned for the new eve breakdown <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening again, guys. And sorry if we ramble on right at the end. <laughs> yeah, we we'll look forward to you uh, joining us next time. We hope that uh, we'll both be in person so the audio is a lot better. But until then, stay safe. We'll see you at the club. Indeed. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>